years of highs and lows, the twists and turns, and those classic bazooka swerves. This is the Strictly Sonic Show with CD-ROM 1019. Today's episode, Sonic Spinball. Hello, everybody. Welcome, welcome. Hello. It is Thursday, March 11th, 2021, and you're listening to the Strictly Sonic Show. It's your boy, CD-ROM1019, and baby... I was born this way. Hello, how's everyone doing? Glad you could be here with me as we cover today's next chronologically released Sonic title, uh, the classic Sonic Spinball. You ever wanted to play pinball with a blue rodent before? No? Too bad, that's what you got. (laughs) So, this was uh, one of those games that also had a sequential... Sequential, is that the right word? Also had a release a year later uh, on the Game Gear with uh, some 8-bit tracks. So once again, we will be covering both the 16-bit and 8-bit versions of each game, respectively. Uh, So, I don't know about you guys, but I actually really enjoyed Sonic Spinball. Um, Sonic Spinball, it's it's one of those weird anomalies of the the, uh, retro Sonic scene. It's, It's a difficult game. It's a very difficult Sonic game, and uh, the soundtrack for this for the 16-bit game, at the very least, is like super bit-crushed, so it kind of gives off this really, really harsh vibe when you listen to the music. Like, some of the songs are really funky, and they're, they're pretty cool, uh, as you're going to hear. Uh, probably not looking at a super long show this time, around this week, but let's get into the swing of things anyway. Uh, it's high time I check out who's in the Discord. That's the wrong channel. Let me see if I can get this right this time. Alright. Welcome to Resident SD, Ravesig, Iceferno, Twinny, Veritex, Jamie64326, KC, Darkweek, Gav, and Gavi. 
Hello, everybody. Welcome. Thank you for being here as we cover Sonic Spinball. Uh, so feel free to chime in throughout the show today and tell me what you loved about Sonic Spinball, what you hated, what your favorite track was, and let's have a good time today. Uh, what should... Ah, I need to find some trivia for this game, too. So, were you aware that uh, pinball games could have story? Because apparently that's what happened with Sonic Spinball. If you didn't know, let's, uh, let me take you down memory lane here as I explain to you the story of Sonic Spinball. As I pull it back up on my browser. Okay, so... In a year known as 1994, or 1993 actually, Dr. Robotnik has assumed control of the volcanic mountain of Mount Mobius and built the gigantic Vegio Fortress. There, uh, he's built it there in order to establish his plans of conquering the planet Mobius. He's also kidnapped thousands of animals to transform them into badniks with his Vegio machine inside the fortress. Where the Mount Mobius is an active volcano, Robotnik has used Chaos Emeralds to keep the mountain stable. The emeralds themselves are protected by a pinball defense system, because of course they are, Robotnik has established inside of the fortress. Eventually, Sonic and Tails try to attack the Vegeta Fortress with the Sonic F, only to get, only to have Sonic knocked off the wings of the plane by a blast from the fortress. As he falls into the water, he is rescued in the last moment by the animal friends, and as such, he manages to make his way into the toxic caves at the lowest point of the Vegeta Fortress. He must go on the hunt for the Chaos Emeralds in order to destabilize Mount Mobius and destroy the Vegio Fortress. Well, bit in-depth for a pinball game, but I hear you asking, okay, but how did the music sound? <laughs> well, about that. If you took your shiny new copy, <laughs> all wrapped in matte black with a sticker, of Sonic Spinball and plopped it into your Sega Mega Drive... These tracks in order. Oh, there we go. It might classic. What the freak? Why is hold on? Why are there two title things? Oh well, I'll play them both. I don't know what's going on there. Uh, you might have heard the following jingles and been thrown into the first level, and in sequence, they sounded a little something like this.
Alrighty, so that was a lot. So let me take a quick look at the music here and bring you up to speed on all the cool stuff that you just heard. So, starting with that classic little Sega jingle uh, that went on into the um, the title screen, and then as an extra bonus, I added the classic what's called the classic title screen, which I believe was the title screen that was un or that was supposed to be unreleased, made it out into the open in a few copies, I guess, but wasn't supposed to. Then you heard the little opening cutscene, followed by Toxic Caves, and that went into... Why does this... Oh, I'm looking too far down, that's why. Uh, followed by uh, the boss music, and then the special stage music, which appears after at least the first level. Uh, let's chime in, let's check in with a few comments from the Discord here. Uh, uh, speaking of the different uh, title jingles, Jamie had to say, all this is because Nakamura owned the themes of the original two games. It said that some copies got out with the original theme. Not sure if that's true. But for saying the fact they got out is true, it's more so whether they released, really, uh, reach retail. Copies are definitely floating about. Uh, so, um, I guess there's that. Uh, interesting thing, Jamie's also pointing out the difference in uh, artwork for the Genesis copy and the Game Gear copy, which notice, which is the striking, most striking difference to me is uh, the well, a couple things. The Game Gear box art has a more Japanese-looking Sonic as opposed to the uh, U.S. with attitude Sonic, and the Japanese copy of all things, or well, no, they're they're both. Never mind, I, I take that back. They're both really American copies, but. The Game Gear copy, for whatever reason, had the Archie cartoon Robotnik on it. Um, very strange. Uh, Jamie also brings up uh, that this game is more in common with Sonic, Sad AM, and Archie, which is absolutely true. I was going to bring that up. Um, I don't know. I don't know what this game is trying to be. Sometimes, uh, be so I I feel like this is the one Sonic Sonic game that's just completely. Uh, not synced with the canon of the first two. Well, I mean, I take that back. The other one is Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine. But um, this game is just, like, it doesn't fit within the canon of the, uh, of the Sonic game universe. There are, like, no games other than this one in which the Freedom Fighters from the, from the cartoons were involved. At least not to my knowledge. And I'm not speaking about the error in production for the Sonic CD manual for the U.S. version, which they named Amy Rose Princess Sally Acorn. Um, so it's just a weird thing to find that you get to release all the Freedom Fighters, even though the version of Robotnik is kind of uh, just up in the air for debate about which one it actually is. Make of that what you will, I suppose. I just just the weirdest thing to see. You never know what you're going to get with these anymore. The Master Ver- uh, Gabby chime in and say the Master System version of Spinball uses the AOSTH artwork too. Because why the hell not? <laughs> yes, exactly. Why the hell not? Um, by Master System version, I'm assuming you're meaning the GameCube or Game Gear version, unless there was an MS version, but just had the same music on both. I don't see a folder for either. So I'm going to guess that maybe it was released for the MS and didn't really have a whole lot of differences between that and the Game Gear because they often don't. So yeah, what are you going to do? Alright, so a lot of this OST, by the way, are jingles, so I'm probably going to 
jingles and sound effects, so I'm probably going to be showing, uh, throwing a couple different sound effects at you completely at random. Um, like this warning <laughs> jingle that I'll play before uh, throwing you into the next level of the game, which was the Lava Powerhouse. Now, also, for whatever reason, um, the Lava Powerhouse on this OST has two versions. I noticed a slight difference between two of them. I'll play them both, just for effect. See if you can figure out what the difference is. Let's play a little game. Jamie's saying that the Master System release was not in the US. Ah, and now I know. Okay, to the Lava Powerhouse. Here we go. Nine years in the making. This is the Strictly Sonic Show, only on Radio Sega.
right, welcome back. So if you're sitting there wondering, what on earth was that god-awful noise in between both those versions of Lava Power Hose? That was the, uh, the death sound effect, or death jingle, from the Japanese version of the game. What's the American one sound like? Uh, ear rape, kinda. But, uh, I'm not gonna play it because I apparently don't have it. So, sorry. <laughs> Hope you weren't looking forward to that. Uh, okay, so... From what I could gather, probably maybe just a, uh, uh, a difference in instruments used between both versions of Lava Powerhouse. That, that, uh, that second one sounded, uh, a little better. Uh, so, checking in on some comments here, um, Gabby chiming in to say the Master System version is awful, not that the any other, <laughs> that the others are any better. Yeah, kinda. Um, Jamie is reminding me that Howard Drossen composed the themes did it less in less than two hours. That's very surprising. Um, quick turnaround on the entire game's OST. <laughs> but uh, Jamie is also saying that if Sega Retro's right, my metadata is wrong, and Drossen didn't do Lava Powerhouse. Uh, okay, well, look, man, I don't, <laughs> I don't tag the tracks. I just play them. <laughs> That's how they came to me. <laughs> they. The contributing artist on each of these tracks is just Howard Drawson. So if you know something I don't, <laughs> tell somebody that manages the playlist. Alright, uh, where are we at here? So, uh, not too much longer of this, uh, OST to go, and then we'll kick this over to the 8-bit tracks. Uh, let's see here. Why do I have two option screens? These are the same... Oh, for crying out loud. I don't know why this happens. Alright, let's uh, take a quick break from game stuff and play the options music. And then I'll throw a few jingles at you, just completely out of sequence. Just to get them played. Uh, and then we'll finish up this OST. Don't go nowhere!
boy, the subtle nuances of Radio DJ. Just all the tracks just come at you really fast. Okay, so that was the options music. Probably the most, the lowest point of this, of this soundtrack. Uh, let's see, that followed by Fanfare 1 and 2. And, or no, that was Escape. Then Fanfare 1 and 2. And then the Chaos Emerald. So, yes. Uh clear all those all right so now that the bulk <laughs> james says i got a chaos emerald why is there so many emeralds in this game i have a better question why are they all blue uh they don't seem to uh what was the i know that so all right in case you guys don't know because like i'm i'm somewhat of an archie and comic nerd for sonic there used to be on Mobius, there used to be more than seven Chaos Emeralds, and they were all green, right? There were, like, an infinitely large amount of Chaos Emeralds on the planet Mobius. They were all one color. The, um... The Archie comic series eventually tried to rectify this because Sonic went to, like, a different planet at one point that had all red Emeralds, and that turned out to be very bad because that, like, made Super Sonic turn into Turbo, I think, and that made him split. Um, oh, what was the, was it Sonic Go Super? What was the issue? Uh, Emerald, Chaos Emerald locations. Each of the emeralds came from different planets. I don't remember, um, where the blue ones came from. Hold on, I, I, this is gonna bug me. What planet? Did blue emeralds? God bless it. Chaos emeralds come from in the Archie comic. If I could spell comic right. Uh, chaos emeralds. Archie. Hang on. Early usage. Worlds collide. Is that it? Uh. Uh huh. Oh, this is... Oh, no. Worlds Collide is the um, Mega Man crossover. Uh, no, no, no. See, I know... I don't remember which one this was. It was It was the It was the issue where Tails went Turbo Tails. I know that. I just... <laughs> Shoot. I'm going to have to dig through the comics. I got them all somewhere. Chaos Emerald Pre-Genesis Wave. Sonic the Comic. How is this not documented anywhere on the internet? Alright, whatever. Just know that the Blue Emeralds came from another planet in the comics. Which this game seems to have some sort of connection to. Big deal, I don't care. Alright, so let's, um... We got two more level tracks and then the game over music, which... It's only three seconds? I don't know what's happening here. And then we'll kick it back over to the, uh... Uh, to the 8-bit track. So let's go over to the machine and then to Showdown. Stick around.
that's a Debal game. So that is the end of the 16-bit Sonic Spinball. But don't worry, we got more coming up. Let's check in with a few comments first. So uh, Jamie had done a little research and, t- and told me that the blue emeralds came from Zorda. Thank you for that. That would have bothered me all night. I'm gonna, still going to have to find that version of the comic, though. Uh, when Machine started playing, Resident SD chimed in to say my favorite song right here. Ravesy uh, saying that Dros- uh, Drossen is the Western MD Gen composer. All right, cool bit of trivia there. Um, Jamie says he was someone who can make good use of gems, at least, the same with Tommy Tallarico. Tommy Tallarico is the man. I've met him on a few occasions, even did an interview with him once. Uh, can't wait to see him again when he comes back to Syracuse. Uh, let's see. Uh, Twenty has put up a poll to say, what is your favorite level from Sonic Spinball? Please answer the poll. It's not hard. There's only four levels. <laughs> so, just pick one. <laughs> uh, Raveseek saying he can make good use of his own work, too, re-releasing it in multiple games and still get paid for it. Yeah, that's uh, kind of how things go nowadays, I guess. All right, let me clear out some of these old tracks here. Might squeeze out an hour of the show yet. Okay. Decidedly less tracks uh, on the 8-bit version. Just two jingles and the levels. So let's get this going. And then everybody can go back to... They can get along with their day. Uh, as soon as I find... Is it... No. There it is. All right, let's begin the 8-bit soundtrack. You got your shiny new copy of Sonic Spinball for the Game Gear or the Master System, what have you. You plop the bad boy in, you're met with a couple of chimes right after this bumper. It sounded like this. of Sonic the Hedgehog. You're listening to the Strictly Sonic Show.
just like that, we're already more than halfway done with this OST. Isn't this fun? Isn't this fun? Please tell me you're having fun! Alright, so that was the intro to the game, the level intro, and then Toxic Pools, and then the Lava Powerhouse. Uh, not a whole lot of show left, barely just gonna hit that 60 minute mark. Uh, so let's pad this out with a few comments. Um, so Twinny is correcting me, I got the poll wrong. What is your least favorite level from Sonic Spinball? Gabby said there isn't a an option to select the entire game, so I'm, a, I'm abstaining. Ah, ah, feels bad, man. Uh, let's see. Yuzo, Twinny says Yuzo must be the Japanese equivalent of uh, the American composer. Okay. Uh, let's see. Jamie's saying, you know, I didn't mind the 8-bit version. I believe I first played it via Sonic Gems Collection. Love playing that collection on my GameCube. Uh, yeah, I haven't played the 8-bit version of this game, but I should try it sometime. Ravesig saying, uh, in regards to Ravesig apparently having high praise for, uh, for Yuzo, he says, I swear I heard him pat himself on the back for way longer than I heard actual music in FV. Oh, Tommy Tallarico. I heard, uh... I swear I heard him pat himself on the back for way longer than I heard actual music in that VG Live concert. I'm full of myself to the brim, but that man blows me out of the water. Really? That's not the, uh, that's not the impression that I get when I, uh, when I listen to video games live. And for the record, I've been to three separate video games live concerts, so, um, I don't know. I, I've had a different experience. He's even worse than that nowadays. No, no, okay, I, I gotta stop talking to you guys. You're tainting my view of the people I love. Stop it! You horrible people! Stop it! Alright. Not a lot going on, so I guess let's just press on to the end of the soundtrack. Here comes the 8-bit version of the machine, followed by the final showdown. And let's throw that bonus level in there, too. Don't go nowhere!
And that's it. That's the soundtrack. That's about going to do it for this episode of the Strictly Sonic Show. So let's catch in with final comments today. Uh, Rexy saying, oh, maybe I just caught Tommy Tellerick on a bad day then. Well, let's hope. Uh, Jamie saying, just think, Sonic Spinball got developed because Sonic 3 wasn't going to be ready for Christmas. Well, that's what happens. Uh, Resin SD voted for Lava Powerhouse as least favorite level because that's the farthest I got in the game. Yeah, tell me about it. That's, uh, about as far as I've gotten. I need to sp- spend more time with the game. Twenty says, the time I had with Spinball, I never made it past the first level. Uh, it's, it's a hard game. Uh, Toxic Caves is definitely the most fun part of that, I've, from what I've, uh, seen. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, and the conversation has devolved into a chat about video games live and a Doki Doki Literature Club gif that TCB posted into the Discord. Uh. Oh, oh, Jamie, you, you sweet summer child. <laughs> I guess Jamie's never played Doki Doki Literature Club. Oh, Jamie. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> I won't say anything else about it except for, oh no. <laughs> you can rest assured that that GIF is actually not in the game. That's a modified GIF, I can safely tell you that. But, uh, oh no. <laughs> Alright, not a lot going on around here, so I guess um, let's talk about what's coming up next. So, first and foremost, hey guys, if you haven't noticed, we've been doing a... Uh, a Sega breakfast show on Radio Sega for the past uh, two weeks that we've aptly named Sega Sunrise. And uh, if you're up in the early morning, don't miss uh, Sega Sunrise uh, as uh, you'll be hanging out with me tomorrow. So yes, if you're going to be up in the AM, make sure you tune in for uh, Sega Sunrise with myself. And uh, that'll be a fun time. I gotta, gotta look into doing that, so... Be there, be square. Uh, Let's talk briefly about uh, what's going on for Strictly Sonic Show next week. So, flipping papers, checking the soundtrack list. So, coming up next week on the Strictly Sonic Show, it's... Okay. Guys, we're having fun, but, but serious time. Serious time. Stop the music. So, guys, I I need your help. I need your help here. I have a question for you, and I'd like you to appropriately answer the poll that Mr. Social is likely going to go up on Twitter very shortly. I need an appropriate answer to the following question. Do you consider the video game that appeared on the Sega Genesis and the Sega Game Gear that is not canon to anything and is aptly named Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine to be a Sonic game. Please appropriately answer the poll that will shortly be on Radio Sega's Twitter and tell me if you consider... Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine to be a quote-unquote Sonic game. I need to know this. I need to know if you guys feel like this is an actual... No, don't yell it to me in Discord. 
answer the poll! Listen, people! <laughs> I need to know this specifically because you don't know what you guys are asking for if you're telling me it's a real Sonic game. This is a very, very small soundtrack. So if you are telling Radio Sega that this is a Sonic game, then be prepared for a 20 to 30 minute podcast next week. You will see me, and just as soon as I appear, I will be gone. Because the soundtrack for Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine is abysmal. And if your answer is no, then we'll move straight into Sonic 3. Because I believe that's where we're going to be going after Mean Bean Machine, whether we classify it as a Sonic game or not. Remember... I'd like to point out that Sonic is not in Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine. So that's why I'm questioning if it's a Sonic game. It only involves the wrong version of Dr. Robotnik and all the cartoon-based badniks. So if you want that game, you're going to get a very short episode next week. And if not... We're going straight in to uh, Sonic 3 and Knuckles. I believe. Let me look over the list one more time. 93 ended with Spinball, Chaos, Sega Sonic, Sonic CD, and Dr. Robotics Mean Bean Machine. Yeah. All right. So let, uh, let, uh, let him know. <laughs> and... <laughs> Alright, I guess I've overstayed my welcome. So yeah, so that's what's happening. Um, I'm going to leave you with... Oh shoot, what song am I leaving you with? I didn't grab a remix song to go out on or anything. Oh man, that was my bad. Let me see if I can get a remix of something. Maybe? I don't know. Uh... Ah oh, no, you know what, forget it. That's going to take way too long. Um... Unless there's something in the Sonic Chaos folder I can use. Hang on. I didn't bother to check that yet. Nope. Oh, no. Not Sonic Chaos. I meant to say Sonic, um... Ah, what was it? I thought there was a Sonic uh, remix album in here somewhere. Huh. I don't remember. Oh, it was the Sonic Boom album. Here it is. It's, uh... Yeah, there is. There's... Hold on. Okay, well, I mean, it's not the greatest thing I can go off on, but we've already had one remix of Toxic Caves today. What's one more gonna hurt? So... Let me just put this in here. Toxic Caves. Okay, I'll leave you with this, uh, this one last remix of Toxic Caves. Uh, let me check in the final comments here. Oh, for crying out. All right, I get it. Answer the poll anyway. But damn. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. 
I guess I got my answer for next week. So barring any large influxes of any large influx of the answer no on the poll, I guess next week's <laughs> episode is oh, for crying out loud. Next week's episode is going to be Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine. So if you wanted a super super like if you're liking the the short episodes now and you wanted an even shorter episode, tune in next week cuz that's what you're going to get. All right guys, I've overstayed my welcome. Thank you for joining me today on this retrospective of Sonic Bo- uh Spinball. Uh, tune in next week for MBM. And in the meantime, d- oh, and also don't forget to join me tomorrow. But in the meantime, this has been your host, that dude with the Chaos Emerald CD ROM 1019, saying to you, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night, goodbye, wherever the hell you are, and wherever the, yeah, I'm tired. Wherever the hell you are in the world, make it a freaking good one, and I will see you tomorrow. Take care. Bye bye.